guys, it's Caroline over here at Solutions by Southwest Utility. This is episode two of our multifamily podcast, and today we are going to talk about the Texas Apartment Association lease changes. This was recently published, and if you're up to date with um, our Apartment Association magazine, then you probably saw the article where they addressed uh, the changes and the um, alterations made to the verbiage within the lease, but we're going to go over it um, right now, and we are going to do it fairly quickly just so that you can get a run through and um, stay up to date with some industry changes. Stay tuned. Okay, so let's jump right in. So the first thing that I'm looking at is the section in the TAA lease that's titled occupants. So I'm going to read through what the change was. So this is what it states. Anyone not listed here cannot stay in the apartment for more than In the original text, there was a blank here that said consecutive days without our prior written consent and no more than twice that many days in any one month. The recent change to this section within the lease is we took out the word consecutive and we added in more than, you know, so many days in one week. So we added in one week without our prior written consent and no more than twice that many days in any one month. And I get this, right? And I'm sure you do too. We're trying to limit um, unwanted visitors really on property. Um, If you're not living there, don't stay there. So the next section that I am seeing, there were some changes made to, was in the um, section titled Other Utilities and Services. So let me go ahead and read what it was. If you delay getting it, open parentheses, the electricity service, close parentheses, turned on in your name by the lease's start date or cause it to be transferred back into our name before you surrender or abandon the apartment, you'll be liable for a dollar amount charge, not to exceed $50, plus the actual or estimated cost of the utilities used while the utility should have been connected in your name. Okay, did you follow that? Now let's talk about what it was changed to. All right, so the change, let me start over, was if you delay getting it, the electricity service turned on in your name by the lease start date or cause it to be transferred back into our name before you surrender or abandon the apartment, you'll be liable for a dollar amount charge not to exceed $50 per They took out violation. It used to be, and I don't think I said this the first time, but it used to be not to exceed $50 per violation. They changed it to not to exceed $50 per billing period. And it continues, plus the actual or estimated cost of the utilities used while the utility should have been, and they took out connected in your name and added when the utility should have been billed to you. You guys following? All right. The next section is under prohibited conduct, and um, they it looks like they added in 
some verbiage and they took some out. So I'm going to read the updated version of this section. It looks a little confusing. So I'm going to read the updated version just so you guys can know what it says now. This is under section A and section J. This is where the changes were made under prohibited conduct. So within section A, the new verbiage is criminal conduct, regardless of whether or where arrest or conviction occurs, but not limited to, and this is within section, um, section J, so this is listed underneath it, making bad faith or false allegations against us or our agents to others. So they took out some verbiage here. Um, they took out, it looks like injuring um, reputation was considered you know, obviously an issue, and that still is an issue, but TAA took that out of the lease, and so now the verbiage is just making bad faith or false allegations against us or our agents to others. Alrighty, it looks like they added in a sentence um, under the section in the lease that describes when you're allowed to enter in um, a residence unit, and this new sentence is, uh, we are under no obligation to enter only when you are present. And we may, but are under no obligation to give prior notice or make appointments. All right. You guys taking notes? You should take some notes. Looks like we have a few more changes, not that many. Looks like there were, looks like three more changes were made. And then you made it. You guys have made it through the podcast. Congratulations. All right. Next section is under replacements and subletting. Rental prohibited. Um, all right, so this is what the new verbiage uh, is. You agree that you won't rent, offer to rent, or license all or any part of your apartment to anyone else unless otherwise agreed to us by in writing. And that makes sense. It looks like the adjustment here was that they added in or license. It used to just state you couldn't rent or offer to rent your unit to somebody else, but now you can't license it either. It's always interesting to me what causes these changes. Like where, where did this happen and, and what caused it and, and why did somebody think that that was okay? Um, it always kind of cracks me up a little bit. All right, the next section is under default by resident or acts of default. So again, I'm just gonna read the updated verbiage, just so you can hear what it sounds like. And if anything is like off-putting to you, now you know. All right, so here's what it says. Um, you'll be in default if, and this is in section E, you or any occupant is arrested, charged, detained, convicted, or given deferred education or pretrial diversion for, and this is section I, an offense involving actual or potential physical harm to a person or involving the manufacture or delivery of a controlled substance, marijuana, or drug paraphernalia as defined in the Texas Controlled Substances Act. And then it goes on in section F with another change, and this is the, um, the final verbiage. It's any illegal drugs or paraphernalia are found in your apartment. No drugs. Drugs are bad. Don't have drugs in your units. That's basically what that means. Okay. The next section, and this, I think, y'all, this is the last change. This is crazy. We're almost at the end. We've almost made it. 
All right, this is the section titled Defaults by Resident Eviction. And I'm going to read to you what the change was. So this is the final verbiage after um, any alteration had been made, okay? So it says, notice by mail should be under A or B. Notice by regular or certified mail will be considered delivered on the earlier of actual delivery or three days after the notice is deposited in the U.S. Postal Service with postage. So the only thing that changed here that you need to be aware of is that they took out not counting Sundays or federal holidays. Um, so it, it that's not being taken into account anymore, and it is only um, it is only accounting for as it states, after the notice is deposited in the U.S. Postal Service with postage. Um, yeah, that was it. So they took out not counting Sundays or federal holidays. So there you go. TAA, Texas Apartment Association, leash changes that are new um, recently within 2018. Again, we are trying to do our part by keeping you in the know. So if you're in property management within multifamily, then you understood what I was talking about. And if you are not in multifamily and you're tuning in, I apologize, but I know you are probably completely lost throughout this entire podcast. Um, so my apologies, but hey, thanks for sticking with it. Um, we've got a super fun episode coming up next. So y'all stay tuned and I'll see you back for episode three at Solutions by Southwest Utility. Bye, guys.